Hey, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Fire From Heaven Philosophy. I'm your host, AJ, from band Fire From Heaven. And today we are continuing the series on uh, the short-lived artist versus the enduring artist. And uh, a couple episodes back, we read over the first chapter that I have of this book I'm working on, uh, which is, for now, entitled Short-Lived Artist versus the Enduring Artist. Um, so we read the chapter, and then we went over a part of it yesterday, and, uh, it's gonna go over a little bit more of it today, um, I was, uh, thinking about it today, and, uh, since this chapter is kind of like being dependent on circumstances versus being independent of circumstances, essentially, um, I would kind of define some of those, so I added, you know, some of the definitions of those, uh, words in there, I don't know if that'll be in the actual book, but I was just kind of putting those there, uh, as a little bit more to, uh, talk about, maybe, um, you know, defining the words always helps, I think, um, because we live we live in an age where people think, you know, words just mean whatever the hell they want them to. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's turning to an age of no meaning because we, we think we can give meaning to whatever we want, to whatever words we want. We can give whatever meaning we want. And it's just leading to our own destruction, uh, which is a meaningless age. Um, you know, it's what, what you read in Ecl- uh, Ecclesiastes, which, uh, it says meaningless, but, you know, I've, I've discovered that, you know, that's not necessarily the best translation of, you know, what essentially it means and what life has always been is vapor. It's hevel, uh, as the Hebrew word says, but getting off on a route trail already and I barely got started. <laughs> um, but, you know, that really is kind of the point of this conversation. This podcast is like when I talk about things, yeah, I get up on, you know, I get off on rabbit trails and everything, but. It's like, it helps to define things more, which is good. Such a huge issue in our world today. No meaning to anything, because we, we think meaning can be whatever we want it to be. It's like, no. It's like even destroying language. So, I was just listening to a podcast about this, so it's just like all on my mind, and I'm going off about it now. But, um... So, this chapter talks about you being dependent on circumstances, everything. So, dependent, you know, it's like determined or conditioned by another. So, like, we think, most, you know, it even could be that our circumstances are, are determined or conditioned by another. Or, you know, the, the other de- definition is relying on someone else for support. So, like... My son is completely dependent on me and my wife to to raise him up to a point where he doesn't have to be dependent, which is interesting because, like, you know, it's, you know, dependence creates independence. And it's like, it sounds so counterintuitive to, to everyone, but, you know, it's always interesting that almost like the opposite of something creates what its opposite is. I don't know getting all, like, weird, <laughs> thinking really deep on things, but, uh, 
you know, it's determined or conditioned by another. So we view our circumstances as if they are determined or conditioned by another, as if we don't don't really have any control over them, which ne- not necessarily we, that we do have control over them, but we do have control over the circumstance that is really our biggest problem, which is us, you know? We, get, we can't always control what happens to us, but we can sure as heck control, you know, how we respond to things that happen to us and what we do. Um, so, this is like what I'm trying to attack in this chapter. It's like, you, you don't have to be dependent on those things in order to do the work of your art, you know, more specifically, like, you know, I talked about this, like, I've wrote this, I'm basically writing this specifically to, like, creative people, artists and everything, I'm a musician, so just a little bit more within my realm of, of what I know, um, so, so, um, yeah, but I think, you know, some of these ideas do apply to anyone, really, you know, being dependent on circumstances, you know, is how a lot of people feel, how pretty much everyone feels at one point in their life or another, and, um, you know, that we, that we're basically reliant on someone else for support or reliant on someone or something else to do what it is we want to do or feel like we should do, but we don't do because we, we think that we can't because of the circumstances. So I'm going to define circumstances. It's a, a condition, fact, or event accompanying, conditioning, or determining another. An essential or inevitable. So, that one's a little bit more to, hard to understand. But, you know, it's just, like, we'll just go with, like, the event, you know. Uh, you know, so uh, something happening. So, you can't always control those. I can't control what's going on in the world right now. can't control all these things that are going on in different parts of the world or whatever. So am I powerless? Like, in, in a sense, like I can't, I can't do anything about that. But I can sure, sure control how I respond. And I think we, we, we see the things that are going on that we know we can't control, and we think we're powerless to control the the biggest problem in our lives, which is us. The biggest problem is not what's going on clear across the world. You know. It's what we're doing today. It's how we're responding to the world around us today. It's how we're treating those around us today. It's not something going on clear across the world. I'm not saying, you know, that that things going on aren't important. You know, world events aren't important. I'm just saying we try to use that as an excuse. And and we feel, because in a sense, sometimes we're powerless in that, that we... We can't do, or we don't have power in, you know, what, doing what we feel we should do, I guess. Um, so that's kind of where we left off. I, I added the that part in um, before I shared the quote about Leonardo da Vinci. Edward, he, oh gosh, when he talks about happening to things as opposed to letting things happen to you. So, it's a, you know, regardless of whether or not something's 
yet whatever circumstances are going on around us, we can go out and happen to things, you know? So, um, so then I go on to talk about, you know, a little bit talking about that quote and stuff and happening to things and, um, you know, for, for a long time as an artist, like, uh, I talk about how I waited for my big break or whatever, you know, we kind of, uh, artists have, uh, musicians especially have this, just this, uh, idea of this sort of event, circumstance, uh, something happening that, that will, uh, change everything for us as artists. And I'm not saying those things don't happen. I'm saying I was depending on that to happen, um, Otherwise, I I didn't really have any other plan of how I would, how I would, uh, you know, make my art and be a musician. You know, um, I I was just being a musician in my room, and it kind of just, you know, I was I was practicing my skills and stuff, and that you know, there's value in that, but I wasn't really doing much else with it. But I felt like you know I should, so I was like, well, I just really hope that something like this happens happens to me as opposed to I'm going to figure out a way to start you know making things happen so you know it's just like waiting for your big break or opportunity um but you know that's a that's a mistake I mean I'm not saying that those things don't happen and that it's bad to wait for those things to happen but if you only wait for things to happen to you, and you don't go out and happen to things, you don't get anywhere, really, and if something happens, like a big opportunity, your big break comes, you get, like, you get a chance to play somewhere, or whatever, and then, it failed, you missed the opportunity, because you weren't preparing for that, so maybe you go and, like, play on a show or something, you even do good, and you win, or whatever, and then, and then that audience that really likes what you do, they never hear from you ever again. Yeah? It's like, I don't know, just just things like that, I guess. So even sometimes whenever we do get that big opportunity, um, it's not always what we think it is. And I'm not saying like, I, I've said this like several times now, but like I don't think that's a it's a bad thing to to want those things to happen. But if you you depend only on those and you don't don't have some sort of thing you can do now, you can do today. Then what's how, how are you going to do it in the future? You know. So I don't know. Um, so I go on to share a little bit of my story again. How I. uh produced a couple of albums with my dad's help and how basically he just he kind of made some songs based on uh you know a bunch of random riffs I wrote <laughs> basically uh you know that that was one thing I'm glad that I still did was I tried you know at some points that I, I really regret not working harder that that's really my regret is like I had so much time, I wasn't working harder than I could have been, and it's still even my regret t- 
<laughs> to this day and something I'm trying to like beat into myself is to to use you know the little bit of time I have at, and you know take advantage of it obviously it's like different with the family and everything and it's hard to hard to juggle that and you know working a day job and trying to to uh, build a career doing music uh, so I don't have to continue this day job so I can be there for my family and I can you know school my kids and stuff so um but I really regret not spending more time like put, putting in the reps and building my music even further because um well it could have been much further than it is today and I wouldn't have to be maybe doing what I'm doing today but I'm not I don't I say I regret it, but I don't regret it because it's helped me learn a lot. <laughs> I just like, sometimes I'm like, man, I could have had this many more albums, you know, or whatever. And uh, I could have, you know, when I say this many albums, it's not so much about the quantity of it, but it's, it's just about the fact that I've had experience producing that much more music, so I'd be that much more better at it at this time. But, it, you know, it doesn't really matter looking back in the past. It's what matters what I do now and that I can... Uh, learn from that and, um, you know, continue in daily practice of that and being disciplined in that. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm obviously I'm, I'm trying to give my advice and everything and things I've learned, but I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm going to try and give you a shortcut because I had you know, a lot of mentors and stuff, and took music courses and stuff like that, even during this time that I'm talking about, and so I knew that I could have, that, how to create some sort of a marketing plan and stuff like that as a musician, um, to grow my music, to grow the audience, so that, you know, would develop into something that could sustain me, uh, so I could keep doing my art, I, like, I knew that that's the one thing that I'm frustrated with myself about, but I try not to, to to dwell on it too much. But it's also like, yeah, I knew, but, but there were still no shortcuts, you know? I think sometimes we think if we read a book or do this course or whatever, that, that, some, that things will happen. And, you know, that things will happen for us and stuff, but it's like you still got to go out and happen to things. You still got to... So that apply what you're reading and what you're learning and everything. And that takes time. It takes experience. And it takes a journey that's a lot of times painful. So, you know, I'm not going to say you need some sort of short, shortcut. Because what you need is is not a shortcut. It's just to, to realize that maybe if we define the shortcuts, it's like, if anything, a shortcut is just having uh, someone who's gone before you with a little bit of a plan, but I just don't like using the term shortcuts because I don't like that idea because there's no shortcut. You still got to take some amount of a journey in order to, to get that, that whatever it is you're striving for. It's not going to be easy. If it is easy, then why are you striving for that? If there's a shortcut to that, then why are you striving for that? If there's no work then why are you striving for that? If there's no pain, if there's no blood, sweat, and tears that has to be poured out in order to get that, why are you striving for it? 
So, I kind of go on and share a couple of things uh, about kind of what I just said and continue on the idea of circumstances and stuff. But, um, you know, in that whole big break idea next, I, I share, uh, you know, this idea natural becomes supernatural when you can do it every single day. So that's, uh, you know, what I'm learning is just the power of doing something every day <clears throat> or even doing something consistently. It's, it's massive. I mean, every day that really adds up. Um, still like weekly. Yeah, that's helpful. But once you get to monthly, then it's like, meh, I think, but it depends on what you're doing. Obviously, like, you know, scale that to, to whatever it is you're doing. You know, like, I, tr- I try to record my podcast daily. Sometimes I failed. Like, I didn't I didn't upload one Tuesday. And, uh, you know, but I guess it depends on the, the volume of whatever it is you're doing. But I guess even then, it can still be broken down into everyday steps of whatever it is you're doing. If you're just, I don't know, even producing something like massive like a movie. You know, that still has to be broken down into everyday steps. But if it's like you could have the general thing, like make a movie, you know, this often every couple of years or whatever, or make an album every year or whatever. So you just break that down to how many songs, like I'll oh, say like one song a month or something like that. So yeah, just like being able to break something down into like something you do every day. So if you start, you know, something big, like an album, then you break it down, okay, like yeah, so, okay, once, about, like, one song a month or something, you know, an album a year, like, 12 months a year, so that's about the size of a normal album, 12 tracks or so, um, then you break that down even further, it's like, okay, so, you know, this many weeks out of the month, I need to be doing this, okay, so, like, one week out of the month, I need, I need to focus on guitar tracks and everything for, for that song, and then, uh, you know, whatever else, adding lyrics, vocals, you know, the second week and third week, um, recording whatever else needs to be done, and the fourth week, like mixing, mastering, whatever, um, kind of something like that, just where you could break it down to daily, daily steps, you know, that's, that's when the natural becomes supernatural, that's how, if you just start with something big, like an album or something like that for for this instance, like what I've been talking about. If you start with something big, something supernatural in this uh, sense, and you don't break it down to something natural, then it's like it can't it can't be done. You know what I mean? So natural becomes supernatural when you can do it every single day. Um. And I kind of go on like the starving artist or the the short-lived artist never really realizes this. They wait for the stars to align and to get their big break. Um, You know, uh, talking a little bit about that and, uh, you know, just kind of waiting as if someone owes him something. As if he's like entitled to something. Um, But he's not. So, um, really to kind of like finalize this is, uh, this short-lived artist is waiting till he has the right circumstances 
uh, you know, to do to do really anything. Sit down and do the work of his art. Uh, you know, and many don't even really know what that means to do the work of their art. Um, and then, you know, kind of define what what it is when I say it. it. You know, it simply means to sit down, take the talent skills you have and develop them, grow them. It just means what it means to sit down and do the work of your art. Are you a musician? Sit down and write music. Or, you know, play music. Artists, sit down and paint or whatever kind of art you do. So, um, kind of just skimming over this, thinking if there's anything we can emphasize before. Yeah, there's still a lot more of the chapter. Well, um, you know, there's just a couple of parts where I share some of my stories just to give examples of, of, uh, you know, what I'm talking about and how, you know, certain parts, points of my life when I was dependent on circumstances, when I learned, you know, just like kind of how I came to this conclusion and learned some of these things. Um, you know, a lot of times, uh, enduring a lot of failures in order to, to learn, you know, that's just, again, like that journey that you need to just take in, in order to know how to, to sustain whatever success it is that you're seeking to achieve. And, uh, you know, by the, at, at the end of it, I go, a lot of the chapter is talking about what the, the short-lived artist does, and then I kind of conclude with what the enduring artist does. It's kind of going to be the model that I try to follow through every chapter. You know, this one does this, and this one does that. And, uh, so yeah. Um, maybe to conclude, I'll just, uh, you know, so like the enduring artist will focus on doing, <laughs> I could just end it there, focus on doing. <laughs> But, you know, I kind of go a little bit further. Focus on doing their work every single day regardless of circumstances. He knows, like I emphasized before in the long run, small natural things done every single day out of to supernatural things. He knows the power of his everyday, and he utilizes as much time as possible. But he's also not perfect and fails sometimes, and he fails quickly and learns from it and keeps going. He doesn't have a perfectionist mentality when it comes to failure. Sometimes I think we have a perfectionist mentality when it comes to failure and we think if we fail then that's all we can ever do and we can't we can't try not to again try to do something different the next day. It's like what's the point of even trying if you're going to fail and it's like no, it's okay to fail and that's a uh, that's what uh the next chapter is going to be about. Um going to be about the short-lived artist uh, is afraid of failure the enduring artist knows success is built on a mountain of failures he knows a lack of success brings success so again like kind of what i mentioned earlier how somehow the opposite of something creates its opposite <laughs> uh so yeah um you know, and that just the very first line, I guess, you know, I'll kind of just give a quick teaser. The short-lived artist refuses to fail. In doing so, he also refuses to succeed.
Boom. Mic drop. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Stay metal.